You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Yes, welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Amanda Ellerkamp, and we're uh, we have our studio set up in the Fisher Commons area at Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's in the west part of the Diocese of Bismarck. And uh, Amanda, what a what a great show we have going. This is uh, we're we're already the start of our second hour. It's the time is just flying by <laughs> when we're having so much fun and so many beautiful guests. Great, great guests, great guests. And speaking of great great guests, we have uh, another one. Uh, Dr. Lee Kidrowski, welcome, Dr. Kidrowski. Yes, thank you, Dad and Amanda. It's a pleasure to be here. I, I'm, I'm honored to be back at my alma mater and to, for my uh, RPR Network debut. What, there's no better place to do that than here in the greatest school in the nation. All right. Fantastic. I love it. Great plug. Love that. Love that. Wonderful, Lee. Um, and the heart of this interview, as uh, tagged by our programming department, is induction into the Catholic Medical Association. But first of all, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'd be, I'd be happy to. So uh, first and foremost, I'm a husband to a beautiful wife, Danielle. Uh, she's a nurse anesthetist here at the CHI in Dickinson, which means she works in the operating room, people, bringing people to uh, the operating room, putting them to sleep, bringing them back. I'm a father to five. I've got uh, three babies here on earth. I've got two in heaven due to miscarriages, and uh, I'm also a physician. I was raised right here in the greatest city in the nation, Dickinson, North Dakota. I uh, went to elementary school at St. Wenceslaus and then moved on to junior high here at Trinity High School and senior high, uh, where my mother and father taught and worked. My mom is a family consumer science teacher here at Trinity, and my dad uh, was the biology teacher uh, turned assistant football coach, turned dire- development director, turned superintendent. Uh, so roots uh, grow here uh, pretty deep. Then I moved on to Fargo at NDSU, got a bachelor's degree in microbiology and biotechnology, and then a master's degree in international infectious disease management and biosecurity. Mm-hmm. Went a little while uh, to the north to Grand Forks, got a doctorate in medicine, uh, and then moved west to Bismarck to finish up my residency there. And then now I'm a board-certified family medicine physician uh, here in Dickinson uh, at CHI, working both in the clinic and the hospital, seeing anywhere from newborns to people in their senior years, uh, both in the outpatient setting as well as the inpatient setting in the hospital. Fantastic. So what a full circle to come back to, you know, your home community where you have a lot of family ties. And, oh, yes. Uh, yes. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's, it's an honor to be able to provide uh, medical care to the people who helped raise me. Yeah, that's great. Right, really beautiful. So, uh, as we were visiting uh, during during the break a little bit, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things about um, becoming becoming a doctor, right? That might be cause questions about you know being in line with our Catholic faith. Could you speak a little bit to that as far as in your training and your practice thus far of sure. how those things align or, or where any conflicts might come up? Sure, yeah. I would say at the heart of things, medicine is is right in line with the teachings of the church mm-hmm. and, and Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, we're, we're healers. We want to be able to make people uh, more healthy, uh, alleviate burdens. And I, and I think that's what, uh, you know, Jesus and the church do on a on, on a regular basis, and so it's it's a you know 
beautiful to be able to be a part of that. Uh, you know, there's always times where, where medicine and, and our faith differ. And, you know, at the University of North Dakota, we had a broad education where we learned a lot of things from the basics of biology all the way to the ethics and and everything in between uh, you know and we we weren't spared anything we were we were introduced to a lot of different things and, and of course that brings in some friction and some conflict with uh, our medical uh, um, uh, directive here at the Catholic uh, Medical Association and so uh, it's it's uh, good to hear those things to understand where the culture is uh, to hear their, their perspective in that point of view, um, but then at the same time it 's beautiful to be able to have this experience with the Catholic Medical Association to learn the truth of the, and the tenets of our Catholic faith and to be able to bring that to the table and to uh, offer a, a different perspective for uh, the controversial teachings that, that are taught in medical school yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that perspective. Uh, if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We're broadcasting live from uh, Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Amanda Ellerkamp, and we're visiting with Dr. Lee Kidrowski, who was just inducted into the Catholic Medical Association of the Bismarck Diocese, right, Lee? Is that correct? Yes, the... Oh. Yep. Okay. Correct. And uh, uh, Dr. Kidrowski is uh, a physician at St. Alexis uh, Catholic Health Initiatives. St. Alexis Hospital in Dickinson. Correct. And so uh, I know the, some of the inside story here that uh, you had uh, some offers uh, across the country, uh, you know, to go to, to practice medicine out of state. You had uh, opportunities elsewhere. Uh, but you chose Dickinson, North Dakota. You chose St. Alexis Hospital, uh, a, a CHI, a Catholic Health Initiative hospital. So could you, could you speak to that a little bit about how you, you, know, you went through that decision process and handling all those offers? No, I'd be happy to. Yeah, no, it, was a, it, was, it was an easy decision to be able to come back to Dickinson and work for uh, my Catholic hospital here in mm -hmm. town. You know, it was, it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful to see the uh, response that the patients at CHI have to their hospital. You know, it's, it's almost like they're a partner in this and, and they really believe in the mission that CHI has here in Dickinson and, and across the country. You know, we're a part of Common Spirit, which is the uh, nation's largest non-for-profit medical provider uh, with the merger of CHI and Dignity Health out of California. Um, and then to, to just expand upon what your question there in regards to looking at other offers, you know, there's a lot of other great medical uh, providers uh, in, in this great state of North Dakota as well as Minnesota, South Dakota, Montana, and, and elsewhere. Um, but there's, there's something special about working here in, in North Dakota, and that's with the people. They... they there's a lot of trust here still in, in, in uh, the physicians. There's a lot of partnership. Uh, you know, there's, there's, work, there's teamwork between the physicians and, and the patients. And, and to see that uh, growing up uh, with, the, with the wonderful physicians here in, in Dickinson when I was a, a child, um, and then to train with them in Bismarck and in Grand Forks and Fargo, uh, you know, that spirit is still alive, even from, from decades ago. So uh, it really was a no-brainer to be able to come back and stay in North Dakota, much less uh, Dickinson, and work for CHI. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Now, um, Lee, when, when you, you got your license as a doctor, uh, uh, do you have a choice? Now, you, in, in your practice, I'm just trying to put myself in your shoes, mm -hmm. and... Uh, you have to guide your 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 uh, patients to health, and your faith enters in. And one of the uh, 
oaths that you took when you joined the Catholic Medical Association is uh, that you would follow the Catholic teachings of health care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, can you uh, discuss that and, and, and some of the, uh, maybe the challenges and maybe some of the joys that you've had in th- that uh, that situation. Yeah, absolutely. It was an it was an honor to be able to take that oath at the uh, Catholic Medical Association. Uh, it has a lot of teeth to it. It, yes, it has a lot of a lot of strong statements. Uh, yes, but it but it is it is refreshing to hear that to uh, and then to be able to bring that to my patients. So yeah, for example, the, uh, the example for uh, birth control, abortion, for just just to bring up a few. Uh, you know, they they are they are. Difficult topics to to approach, uh, especially in, in an intimate setting. But I believe that in that setting, in the in the patient's room, is is a great opportunity to evangelize and to share the truth. Mm. And and the tactic that I take is to to meet people where they are, to understand why are they asking for these things. Is it is it they're afraid of being a parent? Are they being pressured from somebody else? And to to walk their in their shoes and to figure out where they're coming from. It's it's an honor, and and I think it's a, it's the best way to approach those topics. And so, uh, to work at CHI is a is a great place to work because we are uh, reinforced uh, in our beliefs. We're supported uh, in in professing those beliefs, and there isn't there isn't any pushback um, in regards to uh, forcing us to provide those those services uh, and and to. Again, work here in North Dakota, it's, it's refreshing. Um, we don't feel that pressure from uh, state health department um, that other states and other countries' uh, physicians feel. And so there's, there's a freedom here to work uh, in, at CHI and in that setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful thing to hear because I think, you know, a lot of times we have these assumptions because we hear these, you know, national or international stories of all doctors have to do this, you know, all medical professionals are being forced to do this. And there's no way to practice uh, in the medical community and be congruent to your faith, you know, that those two things have to be separate from one another and that sounds like that has not been your experience no no and, and especially in the united states like you had said internationally there's there's a there, there seems to be a different mindset and and uh, coercion for physicians uh to practice in a certain way but here in the united states we still have uh, for example the hyde amendment that was introduced in 1980 uh, it's slowly been chipped away uh, a little bit with uh, certain presidents that have come through but we still have that uh it's still alive um and so we do have protections uh, from the federal government. Um, and, you know, we just hope and pray that those uh, amendments and uh, statutes uh, remain and that we, uh, we, we do feel protected. Uh, and thus far I have, and I haven't had any sort of, uh, like I said, pushback from anybody. And so it's, it's, um, it's a very nice place to be. That, that's really great to hear. And I also loved when you were sharing about that idea of, you know, evangelizing with with your mm. with your patients, you know, to be able to meet them where they're at, mm. um, and to hear where they're coming from, and to and to partner with them in their healthcare, and it sounds like um, that has been um, they've been receptive to that. It worked well with them. Yeah, it's it's remarkable when you when you watch the news and you see a lot of conflict, mm-hmm. a lot of tumult and, and, and loud confusion uh, from uh, the the advertisements, the news articles, the segments that you can see online and the like. Um, when you're actually able to have a conversation, an honest conversation, uh, one-on-one with somebody, it, we, we have a lot of common ground 
Americans, we're still level-headed. North Dakotans, Dickinsonites, we're still level-headed, and we can understand one another. And, and so it, it's, it's, it's rewarding to hear people who have conflicting beliefs and thoughts and, and to have an honest conversation with them and be able to come to some sort of common ground um, and to take a step forward in, in that direction. Yeah, that's great. All okay. right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have to take a break right now. Uh, we will be back with Dr. Lee Kidrowski and more on a discussion of Catholic health care. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network need to hear from our spiritual side. We are spiritual beings. We are not secular beings trying to be spiritual or gain a spirituality. We are His, and we are spiritual beings trying to learn how to live in a secular world. Every, every way we can, uh, something that happened to us uh, 20 years ago, our home was destroyed. We were homeless for a while. And the bottom line is everything came together. We had a huge debt when we got all finished. Four years ago, we were able to pay off all of that debt. God not only provided a means, but a plan uh, of which to do that. It's, it's really amazing when you believe and try to act accordingly how the whole thing can work out. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Yes, and welcome back once again, ladies and gentlemen. We we do appreciate you tuning in and listening to us. We have a great second half of this uh, segment uh, to share with you. We Our guest this morning is uh, Dr. Lee Kidrowski, a family practice physician at uh, CHI, that's Catholic Health Initiative, St. Alexis in Dickinson, North Dakota. My name is Mike Kidrowski, and I'm here with my co-host, Amanda Ellerkamp. And uh, uh, we had a great discussion with Lee on the break, Amanda, yeah. talking about the Catholic Medical Association and, and uh, his involvement as a student at UND. Yeah, it, it was, it's always um, great to hear the, the, these sort of things as you were sharing about that, you know, one can practice in the medical field and have their faith be 
congruent and a part of that. And so uh, you had mentioned that recently you were inducted into the Catholic Medical Association. I wonder if you can share with us and our listeners, what does that mean? What is this sure. organization about your involvement with it? Yeah, so the, the Catholic Medical Association is a national organization, international organization uh, between the United States and Canada at this point. Uh, and what we do is we, we come together in the Catholic faith in order to grow in the spirit of Christ and, and both our personal and, and professional lives. Um, what we, we want to do is bring the vicar of Christ and his touch into our uh, medical practice uh, to, to be leaders in, in our communities, um, and in, especially with the particular knowledge and skill and experience that we have as, as Catholic physicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, really beautiful that um, this organization exists, mm-hmm. you know, for those who are like-minded mm-hmm. to come together and I would imagine um, find direction and support with one another uh, in practicing as uh, medical professionals that are also living out their Catholic faith. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. And it's, it's great to know that there are other people out there that, that uh, not only think and believe the same thing, but but want to bring that into their practice and into their communities. And so, through the CMA, the Catholic Medical Association, we, we find that we find that brotherhood, the sisterhood, the, that community uh, where we can grow in, in our faith and and not only our faith, but our medical knowledge as well. There's a national uh, convention uh, that happens annually, and it's just, it's so rewarding. Uh, from what I've heard, I haven't attended personally myself, uh, but it, it it has it has grown to hundreds, if not thousands. And and they're just very impactful mm. speakers. Uh, and then not only that, just the the medical knowledge uh, that is brought to those uh, conventions is mm-hmm. is just amazing. Yeah, that that's really that's really a beautiful thing that 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 exists. So, how did you come to know mm-hmm. about the Catholic Medical Association, and when did you begin to be involved with them? Sure. Yeah. So I got started in medical school. I. I uh, was inducted or uh, became a matriculant at uh, the University of North Dakota uh, School of Medicine and Health Sciences uh, in 2018, and, or excuse me, 2014. And uh, at that time, I wanted to to not only learn medicine but to grow in, in my uh, Catholic faith. And there wasn't a group that that had all of that. There was the Christian Medical and Dental Association uh, that, that met uh, weekly, and, and their, their meetings were great. The, a lot of, a lot of um, Bible study and, and uh, fellowship, uh, it was wonderful, but uh, it, just, it just wasn't enough. And so I started to look out and to, to, to see what else was out there, and that's when I stumbled across the Catholic Medical Association. Uh, they have a group for medical students. Um, and they're called the student section, so Catholic Medical Association student section. And I got together with three of my colleagues, and we uh, decided to start that organization at the University of North Dakota for uh, for, our, for ourselves and, and for the uh, future classes. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great avenue for somebody to get involved, mm-hmm. you know, even at, like you said, as a student level, to have that sort of support mm-hmm. as you're going through your training and learning about some of those difficult topics that we talked about before the break uh, and finding support in that. So who can join the Catholic Medical Association? How would one go about 
doing that? Sure, yes. Yeah. So you can find our website on the diocese web uh, webpage. Uh, you would go to uh, Bismarck Diocese, uh, and then from there, uh, you would click on the About link, and then scroll down to the Organizations in the Diocese, and then click on that, and then click on the Physicians Guild link to get to us. Or you could just type in Google and CMA Bismarck, and <laughs> I think you'd find it a lot sure. quicker than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's where we're located. That's where our website is, and you can learn all about us there. Uh, our membership, bo our board, uh, we're currently led by Dr. L um, uh, Louise Murphy, uh, retired family medicine physician out of Bismarck, who's doing just an outstanding job, and just really give her a plug. Uh, and, and I guess as she would probably say quickly after that, more importantly, the Holy Spirit, uh, a mm -hmm. plug here, uh, that our membership was 19 before my class uh, of induction was started, and now we're at 29. Oh. So we had 10 and increased wow. our membership by 50, well, roughly 50%. Uh, and, and of that group of 10, the, the interesting statistics here, of that group of 10, nine had Dickinson connections. Yes. Oh. Nine had Dickinson connections, four live and, and practice in Dickinson, and three had the last name Kidrowski. So we, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're pretty, pretty proud of that in, in our yeah, household. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, and, and just uh, we're so excited about the future and, and the group there and what they're able to produce. Yeah, and if I can just kind of paint this picture uh, of the induction ceremony, uh, you, Amanda, you, you see these young medical professionals uh, standing up before the bishop, and uh, uh, I, I think all uh, all the the uh, there's a couple Dickinson pastors involved with the with the mass. Uh, your pastor was there, Lee. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Dr. Samantha Kidrowski's pastor was there, and uh, they're giving this agreeing to this oath and as Dr. Kedrowski said earlier there's some teeth into that mm -hmm. I mean that's a commitment to follow the Catholic faith in their health care practices and uh, you know to see these young medical professionals say I will to all those uh, uh, statements is was just an incredible uh, what uh, experience and uh, I, I think it gave me a, 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 a certainly a sign of hope, a sign of hope that these uh, young medical professionals are carrying on their Catholic faith, willing to stand up before uh, the congregation and say, yes, I will. It was outstanding. What a beautiful witness, uh, as, as we've kind of referred to of sometimes where we feel like we can't live our faith in the public sphere or that that isn't accepted or allowable or that nobody's doing it, uh, that there's a, this is a very public witness to the fact that, you know, individuals are doing this. So they are, are standing uh, up for their faith. Now, you are a family physician, mm -hmm. or, uh, as we've been talking about, so a medical doctor. But I, I get the gist that the Catholic Medical Association is not just for doctors, um, but Anybody in the medical profession? Correct. correct. Yes. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. So the it is the Catholic Medical Association, uh, and it is labeled as the Physicians Guild. Uh, but we are including other allied health medical professionals, and so what that means is that anybody who has a, a professional degree, uh, a doctorate, or or uh, something uh, close to that. So uh, yes, physicians uh, are are included. 
but also uh, we have psychologists, pharmacists, uh, certified registered nurse anesthetists, uh, physicians assistants, nurse practitioners, uh, university faculty at the uh, University of Mary, for example. We have medical students, we have other nurses, uh, university students, clergy, seminarians. Uh, so it's not just physicians. And so uh, if there's anybody out there listening who has a medical degree and would love to be a part of this, boy, we would love to have you. Is there, uh, or, or what is, I guess, the process for joining the Catholic mm-hmm. Medical Association or prior to your induction, uh, what, what does that process look like? Yeah, so what you would do is you just contact our office. Uh, Monsignor Richter, who was just on earlier, is our uh, vicar, and he is uh, the contact point, if you are interested, at the Queen of Peace Church here in Dickinson, um, or Dr. Louise Murphy, you could contact as well. What you would do is you'd submit in writing uh, that you have intentions to join uh, and then you would uh, be reviewed by the board, and then you'd be uh, offered uh, a, a spot at the White Mass for induction. Uh, that happens every October, uh, where you would uh, sign a, a document. You'd also vocally state uh, the oath um, and, and uh, claim that you believe in these, in these principles, and we'll uh, bring that into your practice. Awesome. That's that's very beautiful. So once you are part of the, the Catholic Medical Association now and you've been inducted, mm-hmm. what does that mean for you both personally and professionally as far as, you know, support and other or resources and obligations? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, opportunity of growth, that's the most attractive thing for me is to, to grow in my faith and not only my faith, but my medical practice to talk to other people about, you know, tips and tricks that they have for you know, difficult situations, difficult diseases, how do they manage those? And then also, how do they manage difficult situations uh, ethically med- and, and morally uh, within medicine? So it's the opportunity for growth that, that is very attractive. Um, but then also, uh, there, is, there is a call to be active in the community. So there is a, a commitment uh, to lead the Christian community um, in medical ethics uh, and then also uh, volunteer your time. So, so not only do you have to grow uh, and bring the, the message of Christ to your practice, but then you also have to volunteer your time. And so there is a commitment of time involved, uh, financially as well. There's some dues, of course. Um, but, uh, you know, for the, for the most part, it's, it's about community. It's about growth. And we have a lot of uh, opportunities already on the books scheduled to, to grow in, in those fields. Yeah, we have just a couple of minutes left, folks. Um, but uh, uh, Dr. Lee, uh, Tell us more about the uh, the, the statements the, uh, of oath that you agreed to. One of the statements was a commitment to help the poor. Mm-hmm. That was in there. Correct. Could, could you discuss that and how you see that that you will fulfill that? that yeah. So, so right now I have uh, connections to, to Haiti. Uh, Dr. Brian DeLage from the University of North Dakota, he has uh, uh, found a, a mission in Haiti. I see. Uh, and we've been, he's been there multiple times, uh, I would say upwards of, of 10 to 15 times. Uh, I've been there once, uh, unfortunately only once. Uh, but there we have a tremendous opportunity to, to provide some medical assistance and, and, and more, more importantly training, and this gets on to the uh, medical tourism I- issue that, that we see in, in medicine, and that is wanting to go in to help the poor, raising money, gathering equipment, gathering medicines, going to a foreign country or elsewhere, um, and, and being present for only a week or two. But in Haiti, at this uh, mission, we're there, we're training medical professionals, we created a, a clinic and now handed mm. it over to uh, Haitian-trained physicians, nurses, uh, and it's now run under one roof, one Haitian roof. And so wow. that's our goal. 
Fantastic. Uh, well, Dr. Lee Kidrowski, thank you very much for carving out oh, some my time. Pleasure. For us today and being on Real Presence Live, we uh, uh, certainly have learned a whole lot about the Catholic Medical Association and what that means. And uh, so any, any final thoughts for our listeners, uh, Dr. Lee? Well, yeah, I would just uh, implore any of our listeners uh, right now uh, to, to pray for our medical professionals. Uh, the, the times are difficult, uh, but they are not impossible. And with, with your prayers, uh, with the blessings of the Holy Spirit, we can get through these difficult times. We can uh, unite uh, as, as a one country again uh, with those prayers and with those gifts from the Holy Spirit. Very good. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Lee. Uh, our next guest, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Father Bob Shea is uh, going to be with us. So don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Uh, stay where you're at. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 